0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees. 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. In July, we broke the story on this show about the plan for a floating abortion clinic, a ship on the Gulf of Mexico that would provide reproductive health services for women from states where abortion is now banned or extremely restricted, such as Texas and Alabama. It's the brainchild of Dr. Meg Autry, an OBGYN at UC San Francisco, in response to the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. She plans to call the ship The Prowess. Five months later, where does this project stand? Well, for an update, we are joined today once again by Dr. Meg Autry. She's with us on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline. Thank you for being with us again.
1: Thanks for having me, Doug. It's nice
0: to speak with you. So you unveiled this idea immediately after Dobbs, the decision overturning Roe. Uh, Five months later, we've had the midterms. We saw how large a role abortion rights played in driving turnout and helping Democrats do much better than expected. How has all of this changed the climate and and momentum, if it has, uh, for your project?
1: Yeah, so um, in advance of speaking with you today, I was just thinking about things like, you know, what has changed since we last spoke and what has not changed. And so what has not changed is the number of states that have severe limitations um, banning or restricting abortion. There's no federal law codifying the right to abortion, um, we know, as you alluded to through the midterms, that American people don't support bans, um, which showed up in elections like states in states like Kentucky or Kansas. And we know that, like, poor and uh, minority patients are most affected by the bans. Medication, abortion, and self managed abortion are the mainstays for patients, and that. That there are a significant number of women who don't want or do not qualify for medication works. And things that have changed is like we've heard these horrific stories that I'm sure you've covered about patients being refused essential health care. Um, in terms of the boat, we have information that I think I shared with you about research that was done out of the um, University of California about um, would patients choose a boat or would individuals choose a boat if that was the closest option to them? and. Um, 50% of people, um, that were surveyed in that research study, um, said that they would. Um, and since, um, the Dobbs decision, we have even more recent research, um, out, actually out of Galveston, Texas, and up to 80% of people that were surveyed said that they would choose a boat as an option if that was the only choice available to them. And then the, the wait time. So, Individuals who are looking for surgical terminations are having to choose, right? And even if it's paid for, they they are going to clinics that are on the borders of their states and the, the wait times are exorbitant. And so it's either forcing them to wait into later gestation, which is a trickier and less access, accessible option, or to travel farther. Um, and so what that means for the boat or prowess is that it hasn't changed the idea hasn't changed there are still poor people um, in these southern states that border the gulf that need a close option for surgical abortion
0: so you anticipated a couple of my questions there as far as how great the need is so the bigger question right now i guess is how close is prowess to fruition and what what's the biggest challenge to getting this thing launched
1: well so the you know, we've we've continued to work on operational issues and legal um, and maritime ideas, but the biggest challenge is funding. And so we had an incredible, um, after I spoke with you and then a lot of other people, we had an incredible outpouring of um, volunteers, you know, from the medical community, the legal community, the maritime community, um, just from everywhere, social workers, marketers, et cetera. Um, and we had a ton of, we raised, you know, a quarter of a million dollars in a very short amount of time, but we need a large amount of money. And we got what the development people say is kind of like an unprecedented uh, uh, amount of attention from, from foundations. But in the end, we're not really what, Foundations do. They're looking for something to be sustainable, which is, we, we're not looking, we're, our goal is not to be sustainable. They don't really um, purchase capital equipment or um, like boat. Um, so they, they appear very willing to help operationalize once we have a boat, but we don't have a boat. And so that's the biggest challenge. And um, so it sounds like you need somebody to like give you a yacht
0: or, or some very rich benefactor to exactly. I guess
1: I've learned in this process that they're called high net worth individuals. And we need a high net net worth individuals to come forward to either give us a boat or buy us a boat and pay for it to get like clinic ready.
0: Bottom line. I mean, will we see prowess sailing the Gulf anytime soon? And what happens if the ship never, so to speak, gets off the ground. I don't know if it's the right use of the <laughs> words, but uh, if this doesn't happen,
1: yeah, I mean, I, so I think you know, if we got a boat and the money to retrofit it, we could be up in about six months, um, and we're not we're not quitting until you know. I mean. We're we're trying to get this going. If it becomes evident that we're just not going to be able to raise the money, that we can't get people to acquire a boat, then the money that we've raised, um, we will we will give to abortion funds throughout the country. Um, we're working really hard, and again, have a lot of people that are um, working on trying to contact these individuals and get help and um we still think that we have like an important option for people in southern states particularly poor individuals who just cannot take the time um away even if it's paid for to get to these clinics that are in accessible states i had um some like numbers so for example if you're in Galveston, the closest clinic is approximately 800 miles away on land or nine miles to federal waters. New Orleans is 600 compared to three. And if you go from Brownsville, Texas to Albuquerque, which is the nearest um, abortion clinic on land, it's going to take you about. And you were early enough to have a one day appointment and you could get a one day appointment, it would take you two days and around two thousand dollars, even if someone else pays. But if you wanted a boat, it would be a, a day and gas money if we're able to provide a sliding scale. So um, we just we just still think that despite being an innovative and creative and uh quirky option that it's an important option for um, individuals in these southern states, and and we hope that we can get it sailings, if you will.
0: All right. Well, we will stay in touch as you move through this and uh, wish you the best of luck. Dr. Meg Autry, UCSF, the driving force behind the prowess of Floating Women's Health Clinic. Thanks for being with us again. Thank you. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. <laughs>